Hello and welcome to Inspire Me Today. I'm your host, Gail Lynn Goodwin. You know, sometimes I've found the best way to bring something into our life is to let go of something else. Yet many times we hold on to things and we live our lives in fear of not having enough. And it makes me wonder, what if you lost everything today and had to rebuild your life? What do you think that new you would look like? Today's luminary had one of those life-altering experiences of letting go, and she is now a renowned spiritual teacher and best-selling author. She offers her insights on hundreds of TV shows, magazines, and to organizations, teaching a technique that combines Eastern and Western healing methods for long-lasting happiness and success. When she's not writing or teaching, she leads a quiet, life on a beautiful riverbank of Thailand, meditating, gardening, and playing with her son. Her name is Master Didi Denard, and I am so honored that she is here today to share her inspiration with us. Didi, welcome to InspireMeTodayRadio.com. Yes, pleased to meet you, Gail. Um, Hi, everyone. I'm very happy to talk to you all today. Well, uh, Didi, if I may call you Didi, if you would kindly share your story with us, tell us what happened that got you to the point of where you are in your life now. Okay. Um, in the beginning, I was just like everybody else. We thought that um, we learn, we do our school well, and um, we get married, have child, and we that hoping that we will be very happy. And um, at that time, I just got married to my husband for less than two years. We had a very beautiful son of um, 11 months old. Um, I have diamond business in Bangkok, and he was having real estate business in the south of Thailand. And um, that New Year's Eve morning, it was a family reunion. Me and my little baby was looking forward to seeing his dad. But then I received the news that... um, there was no need for me. I was about to pick up the car key. One hand of me was picking up my baby. The other hand was picking up the car key. When my mother walked up to me and said that um, there is no need to go and pick up your husband anymore. He has passed away. That moment, the world was blacked out. The only question I could ask is that um, this, is not, um, this is not funny, how my son would live his life without seeing his father again, Gail. I cannot even imagine. And and more than that, I mean, even for you, how do you raise an 11-month-old by yourself with all of the things that, the situation that you were in at that time? Now, as I understand, you were quite a bit in debt at the time that he, that he passed away? Yes, at that time, I learned that morning um, after his death that... Um, I had three million US dollars debt to take care of, and um, things in life is always like this. When when things go bad, uh, all his chairs and properties were taken away from us. The only true things are debt and creditors and taxes. What did you do? I mean, did you have enough assets to offset the liabilities that you had? I mean, oh, no, not not at all. How, how does one how does one come back from not only your husband is now gone but you have three million dollars in debt? What did you do? Yeah, um, the moment I learned about the news, I I actually collapsed. But then, um, what I saw 
that moment was that my son, who wasn't able to walk then at that time, he rose up on his feet for the first time, and he held me very tightly and wiped away my tears. Oh. At that moment, I thought, um, for us as an adult, when we have problem or setbacks, we keep asking ourselves, why this is happening to me? But what I saw at that time, that little baby, he actually lost his father while I was just losing my best friend. But he wasn't asking um, why that happened to him. All he was thinking about is just how he will help his mother to to stand up back and be uh, put a smile on my face again. So that gave me a true strength that I thought, I had to be bring out the best of me, um, not just for myself, but for him, for someone who truly loved me so much. And, how, um, how, I, did, how did you not, Didi, how did you not give up? Um, actually, when I went to the, to the temple for the funeral, there were so many creditors and shareholders of, uh, of his companies who wanted to take away everything. But, um, there was one gentleman, a businessman, who I hardly knew him. He walked up to me and said, um, you know, there was one mother lost his, uh, lost her son. He, she was carrying his dead body around, asking people to, to bring him back to life until um, she met a Buddha, uh, the Buddha. And the Buddha said, um, if you can find a family who never lose their loved ones, I will bring your son back moment, all I could hear of was that a family who never lose their loved ones or their dearest thing, it's just like a new, a whole new world to me that everyone in this world has lost someone before, but it's only that when it happened to us for, for our, our life, our things, our loved ones, our question is, I, me, mine. If it's other people's husband, other people's assets, all right. Every day we hear people get bankrupt, lose their loved ones, uh, break their hearts and things like that. But then whenever it's mine or it's me or it's I, these three words are so powerful and so triggering. And I just realized that it was tenfold because um, it was, I hold it as it's me, it's my, my, my son's father, my husband, my, and my beloved um, husband. So that moment I saw that if it's someone else, um, loved one, you wouldn't feel a thing. It just like brought me back from, from sadness and to stood up again. However, we had to end the funeral in two days because there were many creditors. So I got myself and my son up on the plane. That was the first time I could have the chance to properly cry. I thought my son didn't see it. But actually, as an 11-month-year-old baby, he, he saw it and he knew. He picked up the little bun, you know, when the air hostess gives it to you in the plane. Mm-hmm. And he take a very small, tiny bit of bun and put it into my mouth and wipe away my tears again. And I think in, as in everyone's life, it's all the decision we make that how we want our life to be next. It's just like that moment I decided to become very rich and very happy and the best mother. I couldn't stand my son to have a, a loser mother. 
at that time, I, I, I knew it, that definitely I will do this. I will get through this. And how did you do it? Was it just taking one day at a time, taking one baby step each day? I mean, no. what, yeah. how, how, did you, how, did, how did you make it happen? Yeah. The, the surprising thing is that um, when, you le- when you know something, it's like a lightning strike. Once you, you decide or you know it, you, there's no going back. At that time, I was, um, I was told to try to manage my mind um, for not going to uh, try not to go crazy. And someone told me that if I could manage my mind, I could manage my life. Um, if I manage my inner, I can manage my outer. So what I was told to do was to observe my body and my mind, have, uh, my thoughts and my feelings. But then instead, I just, every time I try to sit down, as I said, I must have been like, the, um, you know, when I saw Julia Robert in the movie, Pray Love, One Minute of Meditation Could Kill You. I had no idea of meditation then. But then um, the pain that rose, the moment I saw, uh, observed the pain just as it teased, I saw the pain was separated from me. It's like, yeah, in our life, we are told and learn so many things, but no one ever told us that our mind is separated from our thoughts and feelings and even from our pain. And every problem that we humans have is that we thought our thoughts and feelings actually gel us or keep us inside pain. But whenever you see that you are separate from your thoughts, feeling, and pain. You're free. You're totally free. It was like the moment of freedom. And that time, I know that if my pain, which is so real in my leg, could be separated from me, then from now on, that, that my mind is my mind. So it was like I was still having $3 million debt then, but I felt debt free. And that state of mind of point and bliss, I knew that I, I can pay off all my debt, which I did it in two years, completely no debt. Didi, where do you think that came from? That knowledge oh, and I that think, wisdom that helped you get through that? Yeah, um, I think it's in all of us. And it's like, almost like the universe wants you to be the best of you. And the world just keeps sending you messages and um, things in order for you to know something that would be best for us. And, but it's so funny that every time we have challenges or setbacks, we keep complaining about it and forget to see what the best plan God was having for us. And um, but at at that moment, I was I was very happy to learn that. And I thought I I did um, a master degree in University of London in economics, and I wish that. They had taught us at school or university. It would save a lot of mess in this world, actually. Yes, it would. How do you deal with yeah. fear? I mean, you're obviously still human, and so I'm certain that it, there are times that it must come up for you even now. What do you say to, you know, the mother that doesn't know how she's going to pay the rent or, yeah. you know, the father who just lost his job? That, that fear, I think, is a pretty natural thing that so many people experience in life. Talk to us okay. a little. Talk to us a little bit about. Were you afraid? Do you ever still yes. get feel that fear? And what do you do about it? Yes, definitely. I I had fear. Then um, people who never 
will would never know how how we uh, who who have that feel. We feel smaller than other people when we walk in the supermarket. We are scared that if our creditors would walk back to our uh, to, to us and cut our credit cards and all that, it's like we are smaller than than our bankers or creditors or other people. But just um, one moment that I I saw that actually all these are business. The bankers or creditors or those who lend money to us, they're actually making money from us. So um, they enjoy the interest that we pay. So when one time there are risks that take together, so when there is a problem, then we should both um, take all the other um, equally. So at that time, I, I I felt that I was equal to all my bankers and creditors, and I talked to them as someone who are who are equally uh, big. So that changes the whole situation because do you do you notice that? Whenever you feel small and you let other people push you around, they will keep pushing you more and more, and things get worse. Exactly. Until you get back, yeah. Until you get back onto your feet and said, "Okay, enough is enough. This is what I want. Okay, what do you want?" And we can have a win-win agreement on something because the the world and people will keep pushing you around. The the more you you uh, allow them, the worse they will do. And that was the moment that I told my all my creditors that I will not pay you anything. Whatever I earn today, I will not pay you. I will take them to build my new empire and you have to wait because otherwise if you want your money now, all you can have is my soul, my my dead body. And they actually stopped. They they gave me the time to to renew my my business and everything. Excellent. And um, and, and you so, were saying okay. you, you you were saying your Sorry. son is now eighteen, correct? Yes, that's so right. So this happened. One, one question. Oh, please. Um, you, you were asking about how I would to to the mother who cannot pay her rent today. Actually, I would have to say that the things that happened to us until that day is what we have been doing to allow all this to happen. But once um, these things are just. They were just like warning to us that we have been um, too, um, let's say, too loose. So we have to get ourselves, everything to, to be back, to be the best of us. And when we chart off money, that's because we feel the lack inside of our heart. Actually, the world is full of abundance, but you have to feel that inside first. The moment that I felt rich was when I was just sitting down on the lawn with my sister and my son. And there was a very slight breeze uh, touching my body. There's this light wind and it was cooling and very pleasant then. So I thought, I'm very happy. I said out loud, very happy. My sister said, oh dear, you just lost, lost your husband. Your son lost his father and you are dollars debt, and you're saying you're happy. Are you out of your mind? You want me to send you to the hospital or something? But um, the moment that I felt happy and rich, it's like um, miracles happen to all of us all the time. Um, that morning, I felt that the sun actually be the most beautiful sun in the pinkish color. The sky was 
actually pink and blue. And things are just like happen to support you to stand up and tell you that things going to be best from today onwards. Just like your listeners that are listening to us right now. I think it, it's a sign that things are happening to be better for for all of us, all of you who are listening right now. And if you can just see it from this moment that there are so many things that you wouldn't have changed, even though you have $10 million in your bank account now, you wouldn't change the smile of your family, you wouldn't change your children, you wouldn't change the dish that you love, you wouldn't change the, your favorite books and music, you wouldn't change the feeling that you're listening to the great things from Gail. Hmm, that's beautiful. Well, Dee Dee, in today's world, we can so often get sidetracked pretty easily. Do you have specific steps or practices that you personally do each and every day as part of your regular routine that keep you on track? Yes, it's, it's very easy, actually. Whenever you, you remember, you just keep going back to your breath, how you breathe in, you breathe out. Or when you remember, you keep coming back to see how you're thinking and you're feeling. The more you keep coming back to yourself to see um, your thoughts and your feelings or even your breathing, you come you come back home and you don't get lost anymore. Every time you come back to yourself, you are rich and free. And that moment makes you rich outside as well. All the best thing and good people will be pleasant in your life and you are actually manifesting all the best things from observing your thoughts, your breathing and your mind. I see that the whole world is a mind game. If you manage your mind game inside very well, the outside will adapt itself perfectly accordingly as well. Wonderful. Wonderful. These are great insights that you're sharing. I mean, I'm, I'm closing my eyes and actually participating as a listener to the words that you're saying. I feel like I'm just hearing the depth of really great wisdom, and I appreciate that. Didi, tell us a little bit about the meditation retreats that you have coming up. Yes, um, I, I organize a three or four days medita- meditation retreat in a beautiful mountain resort in Thailand, and everything is free. For, for everyone, they come here, be with themselves, they walk and observe their mind, they listen to all the good stories, um, they have the best meal, of five meals a day actually, in the best hotel, and all they are there to do is just see, um, see how their thoughts and feelings are separated from them. And people go home feeling fresh and um can handle their family, their relationship, um, financial issues, and work much better than before they came. And um, we organize this, I actually organize this every three months as um, paying back forward to what the universe has given me 18 years ago. Yes. That's excellent. When is the next one? Uh, The next one is in... um, on May the 10th until May the 13th, it's a big Buddhist day as well. But actually, people come from all over the world, from all religions, be it Christian, um, Catholic, Jew, Jewish, Mormon, um, Muslim, and Buddhist. 
because um, what we do is not is not religious like. It's just like the truth that we are with ourselves. So everyone practice seeing how our mind and body move. Uh, seeing how our mind move and how our body move. The the moment you see it, you just set yourself free, and you become the best of you. Excellent. And you also have one coming up in August, correct? Yes, one coming up in August, and I hope um, you or your family can attend as well. That would be amazing. I I would love that. And this class, is this actually your Compass Mind Management? Um, Yes, I have, um, apart from the the spiritual side, Mm -hmm. I have the healing side because um, I've noticed that for the past 18 years that I've been teaching people, even though they they become mindful or peaceful inside, but they cannot get over the the problems that they they keep pushing their success away. They keep pushing their uh, good people away from their life. Gail, have you noticed that there are so many people that keep inviting bad people to cheat them, break their heart, to steal their work or their success? Yes. Instead, um, we keep um, pushing the good people away unintentionally. Or, or there are many of us who love our family but cannot be with them for long before start the fight. And um, we have to uh, fight, make ourselves busy all the time so that we will have excuse not to be with our family. Or there are many people who keep looking at their mobile phone or their social media most of the time because they don't want to see what they are thinking. It's like... Nowadays, we are alienated with ourselves. We can't stand ourselves, so we make ourselves busy all the time. And we are alienated from our family or the people around us. And we are alienated from the, from the surrounding that we are. Sometimes people to holiday to just change the place to play Facebook or watch television. And it's like we're not living at all. So I, I go through the root of, of this behavior of pushing success away because um, I have people who, who are like multi-billionaire or millionaires and keep losing it in every 10 years. But what I saw is that they are actually repeating, repeating what their parents did or said to them. It's like we all are born with some... Some fra- we are all brought up with some frame when we were young. That I found that whatever you hate in your parents, whatever you don't forgive in them, you tend to invite and bring those back into your life. And the way to end it permanently is to completely surrender and forgive whatever feeling that you have towards your roots. Because your parent is your root. If you don't forgive them, you don't forgive yourself, and you won't allow yourself to be totally loved by someone and totally successful that you deserve, Gail. Oh, it's, it's great wisdom that you're sharing. Tell us a little bit, Didi, about your book. Yes. Um, actually, um, in Thailand now, I have uh, seven books, but um, I'm launching um, one book right now in, in English. It's called The Compass of Now. The Compass of Now bring you to to be to be friend with yourself, 
you have the true home inside of you, whenever you have true home inside of you, you you enjoy the whole world. Um, you will love yourself. You can manage your debt, your business, because um, at the moment, um, since then, in two years that I paid off all my debt, I um, made a lot more, a few more millions after that. So I wrote this book in order to to share to those who may be having setbacks in their life that things will pass. And this actually happens to take your life to the better position always if we turn our best side too. But the very um, important thing is that many of us are feeling like we're having a wall between ourselves and our loved ones. And even though no matter how much we love them, that thin... Um, invisible wall remains. So whenever you are accepting and understanding and forgiving yourself completely, those walls between you and your loved one disappear as well. And it's like you're beginning to live for the first time. That's beautiful. Very beautiful. It's interesting. I did another interview earlier this morning and we talked about almost the same thing as what you just said. So it must be some message that I personally need to hear or that our, somebody in our community must need to hear. But we were talking about the same thing about opening hearts and being vulnerable and allowing those walls to come down, to deepen those relationships and literally living life deeply and richly. Yes, that, that's true. And um, there is a key thing that most of the people can hear, but they cannot actually do it. It's because um, I, I um, have you seen in Thailand when, when, when people want to catch the monkey who come and, and destroy the crops in, in, in the farm, they will bring the coconut, cut off the top of the coconut and make a small hole and put some peanuts inside. Once the monkey put his um, hand inside, grab the peanuts, he cannot bring out his feet and clothes out of the coconut. And uh, people laugh at the monkey that they are caught because of their desire <laughs> for the peanut. Yeah, but I find that when in every situation that we cannot take ourselves out of the the problem is because we are holding something too tight and forget about the options that we have, other options that we have in life. Just like the monkey holding his peanuts. Exactly. And sometimes it's when we let go of those peanuts or let go of the desire for whatever it is that we think we have to have, that it opens the floodgates for abundance and so much more. Exactly. And, and it actually frees you that, that moment onward. Well, you, you perfectly described that that morning when your sister thought you might be a little crazy, when you were sitting by the stream and you felt happy in that moment. Yeah. And most people would agree with your sister and say, what was she thinking? How could she possibly have been happy? But when you look at the perfection of all of life, you live for those kind of moments to sit by that stream with your son, with your sister, someone you love in a beautiful setting, that is being rich. Yes, that's yeah. right. And the, the uh, misunderstanding that most people have is that uh, they always think that if I pay off all my debt, I'll be happy. If I'm a multimillionaire, I'll be happy, if and if and if. But what I learned that day is that um, you're happy there. You're happy right now, right then, right here. And that happiness actually brings more happiness. 
So um, from that moment on, I I always have smiles on my face, even while I'm talking to all of you now. And I I know um, from my heart that if you smile, there will be more things to, for you to smile upon. If you are happy, there will be more things for you to happy to be happy about. Yes, so yes, yes. The thing is, yeah, why why you have to wait and say, um, okay, you will laugh about this when it's over. But we need to laugh about it now because we need all the good chemical right now and all the good energy right now that we are having problems, right, Jill? Absolutely. No, it's great advice. I am so grateful, Didi, that you took the time and for just the insights that you've already shared with us. I know that you probably have already said some of these things, but I'm going to ask because this is our, our, our trademark question, I guess you would say, for Inspire Me Today. And it is, if you were to summarize your greatest wisdom, what have you learned that you'd want to pass on to others right here, right now? Yes. Observe your mind. The moment you see your mind, you have absolute freedom. And your inner freedom, your inner freedom bring you all the best things in your life. Best people, best loved ones, best family, best everything that you could imagine. So observe your mind. So in other words, be conscious of your thoughts. Is that is that pretty much yes. where you're going with yes. it? And yes. when you see yourself yes. going in a negative direction, change your thought to be something that's positive? Yes. And even um, people are trying very hard to change their thoughts. But actually, it's deeper than that. If you just don't push it, try to push it away. I noticed that people who are trying to work on their thoughts to be positive in order to bring the good things into their life, but instead they, they fell into the debt or into the bad things with, with this um, with this thing because they put the energy in order to push away their bad thoughts. But actually, if you just see it as it is and not trying to push it away or bring it more in, it actually doesn't give energy to the bad thoughts. Because Gil and um, the, um, the audience, if you if you remember, if you try to start thinking about someone, you will think about him more. Of course. Yeah, and if you try to stop thinking about your debt, you will think about your debt more. So what actually I'm, I'm saying it is that um, it's not just like change your thoughts, it's above and beyond. If you just see your thoughts as a snake that actually um, crawling past you and you don't put your hand to grab him or push him away he will just go past you without harming you it's an interesting analogy that you use there I always look at it as I'm lying on a, a grassy bed by a, by a river or a stream and the thoughts just float down through the river and I've never heard it used in the context of a snake and maybe that's because you live in Thailand. I don't know, but it, it kind of made me go, ooh. <laughs> yes, that's right. Because actually your thoughts, no matter, even um, some good thoughts, some bad thoughts, and if you just grab it without being careful, even the good thoughts, if you're not careful about it, it can turn into a snake and bite you. So um, your, your, your analogy of um, like lying down, um, watching the stream go past and you can actually select if this good thought's really good, if it's actually um, good for you in the long run. Because um, 
there are so many people coming to me and say, oh, um, Master Didi, I keep thinking all the good thoughts that there'll be diamond necklace come to me. I will get jobs here and there, all the jobs that I want. I asked her that inside of you, do you really feel that this thing will be really good for you? Some good thing that we think artificially or superficially are not actually really good for you. And deep down inside, your mind knows that. Your subconscious mind actually watch everything uh, and select things to be in your life. So if you want the good thing to really be in your life and stay there, to be sustain- sustainable success mm-hmm. in your life, you really need to, ma- you, to know that you can handle the success. You can be multimillionaire while being happy and keep your family. So it's all come back to to us working with ourselves and our belief inside. I think what um, determines your your quality of life is not just the superficial thoughts that we we think um, daily because there are more than sixty thousand thousand thoughts per day, but it's more to the the true belief that lies beneath. If people, if someone doesn't believe that they can be truly loved, truly successful, or truly peaceful and happy with themselves, the little thoughts will will sway off track, like you just said. Exactly. This has been such such great information. I know that I will personally read your book. I would love to come to one of your retreats, and I'm really going to look at that. I really am. We'll go ahead and post the links directly on Inspire Me Today. Our community, our listeners, you guys know all you got to do is come on back to Inspire Me Today. And in this case, just put in Master D.D. Nard, and you could just put in Master in the search, and she will come up. You can click on the link for her. It will show her profile, her amazing Today's Brilliance, which she shares the story of the monkey in her Today's Brilliance, which is one of the reasons that I just knew I had to interview this amazing master. So, Didi, I really appreciate your taking the time. I have a question for you that I've had the opportunity to ask literally hundreds of our luminaries as young as six and as old as 104. And the question is this. If you had just one more thing that you could accomplish or experience in your lifetime, what would it be? Um, actually, I, I, I love everything that I'm doing now, but what more is that I will spread this throughout the whole world. I'm seeing myself organizing a free retreat in a beautiful resort for all of you in the, in the state, in the UK, in Australia, in the whole world, free of charge everywhere. That, that's my dream, and I, I want everyone to, to feel and touch and be with what I had eight years ago that brought me back to be the best thing of my life, and that, that's the gift I'm, I'm seeing myself doing in the next few years. Oh, that's excellent. We run retreats here in Montana at a place we have in Glacier National Park. And your area in Thailand sounds very similar with the woods and the trees and just that pure connection to nature and to ourselves. So I look forward to seeing yours and invite you to come see ours. How's that? Yes, perfectly. I I love to, yes. That would be great. Well, again, my my sincere thanks to you, Master Didi, for being with us today. Is there anything else you'd care to talk about or share in closing? Uh, 
um, I, I think that is all. I have uh, made a lot of um, film and put it up on the YouTube, the way to handle um, your problems in five minutes, like to handle your debt, to handle when you are um, heartbroken, to be happy when you are sad without taking um, the your your process and all that. And uh, well, the, to be happy when you're sad, to get out of debt, to mend your broken heart, and there are a lot more in in there. So um, please come and watch the the YouTube, and I hope your life will be better and better everywhere. And let's spread the spread, let's spread the good feeling around. I think the world needs it. I agree with you, Master Didi. It has truly been an honor to spend this time with you. Thank you. Thank you. Please feel free to share those links with me, to, um, email them to me, and we'll go ahead and post them on your profile page so that our community can come click on those links and know exactly where to find you. It, it has really been just a great interview. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you, Gail. Thank you, everyone. And to our listeners, thank you for spending part of your day with us. Come on back again next week. We'll bring you inspiration from another incredible luminary. And until then, remember, it's only when you have the courage to step off the ledge that you'll realize you've had wings all along. We love you. We're here for you. We'll see you again tomorrow. And thank you again for stopping by.